Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to 3XP, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duga Hobbies. How are you doing today, Nick? Oh, I'm pretty good, Jake. How are you doing? I can't complain too much. Uh, pretty busy day today. My wife and I were running around to multiple different Home Depots today because we were redoing our kitchen, and, or I'm sorry, not kitchen, our bathroom and we were looking for a specific vanity and then we got there bought it brought it to the car didn't fit so we had to drive all the way back home and pick it up or get the get the jeep and go ahead and pick it up Ugh. so it's kind of a pain in the butt but we got it home finally thankfully classic classic home construction i'm about oh, to yeah. go down that route myself too so yeah. not 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 a fun route to be getting ready to go down no, I was just thinking, hmm, my car has air conditioning. Hers doesn't right now. We'll take a car. <laughs> yeah. Smart decision on my part. <laughs> well, you know, with the weather the way it is, speaking of scorchers, I think that's a pretty good segue into what we want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. I think um, tonight or today, uh, we want to talk about Senescorch, um, just the basic archetype, where it places in the meta. Is it S tier? Is it A tier, B tier? Um, there's a lot of talk about him. All last week, I probably played about 100 games of Senescorch uh, straight. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of games. I, and I just I, I recorded everything uh, as far as like all the meta. There was a lot of just random, you know, uh, decks that i was playing against didn't count those but all the meta decks i i had a good handful against each of them and i have you know a, a pretty good take of what it's good against and what it's not now, here's a quick side question what did you think you what did you face the most um adp oh okay yeah that makes a lot of sense adp everybody loves adp um so i've I, I ran against him a lot surprisingly i didn't run into a lot of intellions like I thought I would. I think out of the 100 games, I only played against Inteleon five times. Well, you know what? I have to say, I played, when I was playing, I played a, against a lot of Inteleons in the events. Yeah. It was about half of my matches in events would be against Inteleon, so that's kind of funny that you kind of weren't running into it, and I, I did, so. Maybe they just wanted to play fun decks, but I, uh, it doesn't make sense because I found a lot of ADPs, so. All right, well. Okay. So, when it comes to your Scorch, you know, my first question is, I don't play Scorch. I really don't play Fire, just because I'm not a Fire-type person in, in Pokemon ever, never have been. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you know what, what do you think, what, what, what is the biggest aspect of Scorch that is, you know, most appealing to you, though? Okay, so Scorch is kind of like a double-edged sword. When he wins, he wins huge like those numbers can multiply so quickly with welder with the vulcanian uh and with his, just his built-in ability after he hits he just takes a uh, energy from the discard and he's just wailing on things now when um, you mean you mean a big win you talking like you've gotten six and they haven't even uh, cards and they haven't uh, even taken one yet or um just that the, the explosive damage uh, a little bit of both. I'm mostly the explosive damage, but I, I, when he's doing that, it's hard for your opponent to really stand a chance. So if he's up and running and he's hitting into the 300s pretty quickly, 
you're more than likely maybe going to lose one or, one or two prizes, depending if they can maybe snipe something or or bosses something. But he's just hitting hard and and winning. Uh, the problem is it's a welder deck, so if you don't find your welder, a lot of the times. Uh, especially early game, it makes it a little difficult, um, especially if you're playing against those super meta decks like ADP, Eternatus. Uh, those guys, if you get that ultra creation off uh, on the ADP before you really do a lot of damage, it's, it's a little rough, even with Zacian's weakness, because uh, you usually have to go through an ADP, a Zacian, Zacian, or a Dedenne somewhere in there. Uh, but then they also will throw the uh, Zamazenta, and you can't can't do much against that when you're already up and running. You could definitely hit them with supporters, uh, with the tech Pokemon, uh, but it just makes it a little more difficult. All okay. right. So, what has been, you know, your favorite appeal of Sunny Scorch, and what has been your, you know, one of the things that you found that you've disliked about using Sunny Scorch out there? Uh, you know, you mentioned welder, you know, not being able to get the welder, but you know, my, my thought is since this is a VMAX kind of focused deck, what about mm -hmm. Rose in there? You know, are you using uh Rose supporter at all, or is this, you try to stray away from him? Yeah, right now Rose isn't really working for me. I've tried him in other decks uh, and he's not really quite fitting the niche that welder would. So it makes it a little awkward. So for now, I'm just ke keeping with Welder. I think in about a year when Welder rotates that uh, Rose will have his place. Maybe before that, but maybe not in Fire Decks. All right. I mean, for my, I guess uh, my thing with Rose is that, you know, it's such an interesting point in the game to have him out there. And like Sunny Scorch being a two energy, Sunny Scorch VMAX only needing that two energy is uh, seems like a quick fix for him at times. Um, he he only needs the two energy to attack, but he really wants like seven to eight, and he's just one shotting things at that point. Yeah. So with Rose, you have a, a lower hand size, so it's a little more difficult to pull that off. So Nick, what do you what are your feelings on uh, Sunny Scorch and where he kind of ranks um, in these first couple weeks? Is he S tier? Is he A tier? B tier? somewhere below that i think he's this weird a to s tier uh i you know i feel like this is a deck that has a few cards that you know when they go their way they're it's go, the deck goes its way very quickly um but yeah. and that's what makes it an s tier uh, i do feel that this is this it's it might be leaning more towards a tier uh you have to rely on a you know Volcania, uh, at least this is my impressions of playing against it. And, you know, I've played, uh, n actually not you against it a lot. Uh, you know, we early on when you first tested it, I played you, but I haven't played you in a while. And so yeah. the, the, you know, when it comes to playing against it, I've been playing against random people and events and I've, I've, I've kind of like 50, 50 with it right now. I've either have shut the deck down or I, yes. or it has just shut me down. Um, it's never been a a close match. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's it's it swings heavily in its favor or heavily way against it. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, the, the only the most unfortunate game I had against Sandy Scorch, which is why I brought up Rose earlier, was I, I'm winning. 
I did Lucaria. I'm playing metal, so I'm already at a disadvantage. Uh, they mm-hmm. don't need that. They only need really need about four energy on Sunny Scorch, and I used Lucario full metal after he got up to six, and just mm-hmm. took out that the full metal wall, took out all that energy, and all of a sudden the very next turn I got rosed, and and then 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 I lost Lucario real quick. Um, oh wow. Yeah, I mean that's why it, it's one of those interesting cards with that deck because that was the only time I've ever seen the deck swing that fast against me um, in terms of late game yeah that yeah that makes sense uh he just can hit super hard and especially if he catches you off guard like that uh, yeah the game can spiral pretty quickly yeah i i had no recovery it was just it was just game after that which was fine you know it's how it is like well played he held on to that card uh just in case of a moment like that so i put it in this in between just because again it's that it, it can swing one way or the other and but I, I still believe it is a good deck and a good player can you know is can be make it very strong for sure yeah okay with that being said um let's get into the testing that i've done like i said i've played about 100 games or so on the ladder and i played against a lot of uh meta decks a lot of just random off off the wall decks and uh, we'll see what, what it's good against and what it's not good against and why. Uh, we'll start with ADP because ADP is is basically one of the top meta decks. And I, I think it will be until it rotates. Uh, so with that, I've played 15 games with it. And I, I, I won one less game. So I actually went just a game under 500 with that 15. And it basically comes down to, I think, if ADP gets the ultra creation off... Uh, before you really do any damage, he'll hit you. He'll hit into your Santa Scorch and just have to gust one thing, knock it out, and that's game. If you can get your your welder off first and then start hitting him with those big hits, and he'll he'll ultra creation you, knock him out before he can start spreading his energy. Santa Scorch has a pretty good chance to win at that point. Now, do you think there's any ch- like you said that you don't believe there's a chance, but are you sure that there's no chance for a comeback after alter creation? And is or is it really the alter creation, or is it alter creation and the spreading of the that energy? It's, I think it's alter creation uh, in addition to the spreading of the energy. Um, every time I knocked him out before he spread energy, I feel like the game was uh, over for him, and it was in my favor. Okay. Um, but that being said, if he hit me and you took half of a Santa Scorch and then and then proceeded to knock me out, you know, the next turn, even if he even if I knocked him out uh, before the Zoshin's come up, I still think the Zoshin knocks me out and then just comes up. And at that point, he I have to knock out two Zoshin's and he only has to gust up one thing after the fact. Gotcha. And then it's it's game. I think in that matchup, you definitely want to go first as a Santa Scorch player. That way you put more pressure on the ADP player to ultra creation on his first turn. That being said, it is risky because a lot of these turbo ADP decks can easily do it with the metal saucers, with the turbo patches, with the energy switches. And if he does that, it might be rough, but you can also possibly knock him out that very next turn and before he starts the spread of energy. And I think at that point, it's all right. Who are you most surprised by in the matchup against Senate Scorch? It, most surprised by? Well, I heard a little bit of this Melmetal Bronzong 
um, deck before I started testing, but I never really faced it. Um, the the Bronzong, I believe he's from uh, the base set, Short and Shield, and he's a stage stage two, I believe. No, he might be a stage one. I'm not 100% sure, but if if he gets his evolve off. So basically, uh, Luke Melmetal will get his his, uh, his attack off, take less damage, and then hit into you. If he's playing against a fire deck, he doesn't really care too much. He just gets gets the 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 mail metal out, and then the Bronzong is on the bench. And if he evolves against the Cinesorch matchup, it's just game over because he doesn't take damage from fire. Period. It doesn't matter if it's basic. It doesn't matter if it's a V, V Max, G, GX, anywhere in between. If it's fire, he's not taking damage. So basically, you're just going to hit into the mail battle. Yay, you took three prizes. You're taking nothing else the rest of the game. So, I mean, it's a viable strategy uh, against the fire decks. And it's, a, it's a pretty easy tech, so they probably play a 2-2 line. Um, and it almost guarantees them win. So if you see them out there, you try to get that gust out as quick as possible before he can evolve. But being a welder deck, it's kind of hard sometimes because you're relying on welder to have that energy out there and then you can't bosses or anything like that right right yeah if you're if you're stuck doing welder too much then you're kind of left high and try in terms of reacting or actually getting the target you want which is um which can be tough especially with the you know cards like bird keeper out there for a quick switch yeah definitely and to be fair in that matchup, especially the first time, uh, I just thought it was a basic uh, Mel Metal deck. I'm like, oh, I got this. He, it's no big deal. So I wasn't really paying attention. I saw the Bronzong, didn't really pay too much attention to him, and then you know, learned my lesson that way. But then the next game, I, I seen him, I seen him there again, and I couldn't get the bosses out, and it was basically game at that point. So that would be definitely the deck that caught me the most off guard during this testing. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why we play test. <laughs> uh, definitely. So yeah, lesson learned for everybody out there. You see Bronzong and you're a fire deck, even if it's not Senna Scorch, get him gusted and kill that thing ASAP. Nice. Yep. So I would say the next matchup that was um, probably the most games played against was the Eternatus list. And I played probably about, I played 10 games against Eternatus. And I went five and five. That matchup, it, it, it seems very toe-to-toe. It's it's basically, can Senescorch get his fire energy out there fast enough? Or can Eternatus get his bench, you know, maxed out and Zigzagoon pings fast? I find that you definitely want to go first in this matchup. Again, a lot like the ADP, you can at least get an energy down on your Senescorch and set him up for the evolving next turn. If Eternatus goes first, he can get that energy uh, down and then he can get a second energy. Since he only needs two attach for his, his energy. So he can get that second energy down and then start rolling from there. But if you can get your energy and kind of start that race, you have a better chance to get there. The downfall, I see, I think... Now, although I did go 500, I think Eternatus is the better matchup, or Eternatus has the advantage in the matchup. The reason I say that is the Eternatus could put a second Eternatus on the bench. And if you knock out the first one, he can just bring it up, put something else on the bench. He's ready to go, basically, because he doesn't really need a lot of uh, energy attached. 
if the center scorch player loses his center scorch, that's usually it's usually about seven energy. And at that point, you're trying to get something else up and running, and it's it's super hard. So I think the Eternatist player can pivot a little quicker mid game. Yeah, it's interesting you you say that because um, you know one of the things I've been seeing playing against Eternatist, playing Eternatist is Sableye in there, and that's mm-hmm. who I actually watch out for more. <laughs> Um, yeah, I see I, him on the bench, and I'm like, oh, crap. Right, right. And so, like, that's why Eternatus might not be doing, VMAX might not be doing the most damage out there. But, again, that could be a big swing turn against you with that. Um, he just has to hurt you a little bit, and then Sableye finishes you off. And if you don't have that bench ready for Senate Scorch to take out the Sableye, it's, it's you know, you're kind of out of luck. And so that's, I, I think what one thing you're kind of hitting at when it comes to Senate Scorch is really it's not just about getting the explosiveness of the, the first one built and ready to go. That is the initial output that you're looking for from Senate Scorch. But really, yes. you're actually, you need to be having that bench set up even more importantly for Senate Scorch because you know, against these other meta decks, you know, you could see that they'll they'll do early damage into you, and if you mm-hmm. if you don't have recovery, you know, then you're you're that game's basically over for you. Yeah. Now, Scorch does have a few tools in its bag that can help with that because he could he's uh he loves the hyper potion, especially how he can just get those energies right back. You just you know discard two energies, you recover 120. Especially if you pair that with Malolana and then switch back, you can. You know, basically heal him at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's also really good. Another another good uh, you know co co host on that on that uh, list would be the Heatran. The Heatran, he uh, he on the bench if you're if you're almost dead or you know hurting on the on the Scorch, he can retreat, give all of that energy to the Heatran, and depending on how many energies you can get on that Heatran, it's not out of the realm of possibility you can get eight on a turn depending especially mid game that's one shotting you know and it's a fully charged eternatist yeah and you're talking uh heatran gx the attack that top 50 for each energy it yes has attached to it yes. right sorry i didn't uh specify that my you're bad good. <laughs> oh good nope yep um the next most popular uh list that i played against was the mirror match the Santa scorch uh mirror on the ladder right now i played against the <laughs> I actually did surprisingly well against the mirror match. I played 10 games and I won nine. <laughs> I don't know if it necessarily matters if you go first or second because there's pros and cons on both on the mirror match. The player going second can definitely just do that Volcanian, get the energy spread, and he's and he's off and running. But it's not always a guaranteed even at that point because at that point the player that went first can evolve and knock out. And depending if you whiff, the game could be over at that point. A lot of times I found both players were getting both the Santa Scorches on the bench, like loaded up, but they didn't want to put them into the active because then they would almost get one shot. So it was like, who has the bosses? Do I have the bosses? Do you have the bosses? Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. <laughs> I think that's the, one of the things. I, I, I do wonder if in the future with Fire, Santa Scorch will be the backup per se or the the main and you can you can lead with like a um what's his name how hound doom early hound doom yeah yeah and and then you know then come in with Senny scorch yeah that's an interesting i haven't gotten any 
playtesting and with the Houndoon yet, but that's an interesting take. That definitely could happen. Uh, I do find the best tech, especially at least in this early testing, of course, um, the biggest tech card I find that's you know best suited for the mirror match is Victini V, especially that if you just throw him down like mid to late game. He only needs two energies, and his attack does 30 times the amount of energy attached to both active Pokemon. So if you have a fully loaded Scorch up in the active and say he just one-shotted your Scorch and your dead to rights, he's about to win next next turn. You just throw that Victini down, get two energies on. At minimum, if he's loaded up, you're one-shotting him. Like He's just dead. Yeah, I, I, I like a that. huge swing. I like that combo. I really do. I like that combo a lot. Um, so uh, I can see how that being... It could be really scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of a fun moment when uh, when I had one game in the mirror where my opponent did just that. He knocked out my Santa Scorch that was loaded up, and he took three prizes. He only needed, uh, I think it was two prizes left, and I only had my support Pokemon on. So he basically thought he had game. I threw the Victini out there and did that trick. And he, oh, I'm sorry. Before, after he knocked me out, he he threw the good game or. <laughs> Uh, so then I throw that down and then um, I one shot him and the game is over at that point. And so it was like in my favor. So it was a, it was a pretty, uh, pretty fun moment there. <laughs> it's always good to get a nice victory like that. <laughs> yeah. Especially when your opponent thinks they have it. They're like, ah, I got this guy. And you're like, Nope, Nope. <laughs> you thought wrong. sucker. <laughs> okay. So then going into the next, you know, popular and going down to these first four, is, it's it's definitely not shocking because it was Baby Blissephalon. I played a good amount of games against Baby Blissephalon. I had, for, you know, 100 games, I had seven games against Baby Blounce. Wow. I won five of them. I don't know. So I went five and five and two. I still, I think Baby Blounce might be better in an overall medical, but I think because of his high HP and with the loss of some of the fire support that baby blunts had rotation, uh, I think it's hurting them a little bit because he, they, they were one shotting a lot, a lot of the times on one of my Santa scorches, but it seemed that they were just a little too, it was a little too much to ask to do that twice. So right. I think in, in, again, you don't even in that matchup have to worry about the Santa scorch really. Cause you only need, I think three energies to knock them out. So you can actually, charge up your bench a little easier and just kind of start tanking things especially if you have those healing cards we talked about earlier so it just really becomes a race is is, does, is baby blacephalon able to have two huge hits and in the limited testing it seems like no but it it's it's just that it's limited testing right yeah i mean I, it's it, it's worth noting for sure yeah 100 percent. uh and then we just had a few you know off off the wall ones now the one the one that actually did surprise me almost as much as the Mel Metal, uh, and again I heard of it, but I haven't really played against it since you know for a while now is the Mewtwo Mew Welder combination. Um, I actually played against that four times and I didn't even beat it. It wow. just it just uh, annihilated me every time. I, and I'm not sure exactly the tech in those because I wasn't actually looking at their discard, but they were. They were able to get off and running quicker, and they were just able to uh, do whatever GX attacks or the other GX. I think it was the Char. That's what it probably was. It was the Charizard uh, Resizard in the in the discard. So if you do big damage and don't kill it, he kills you. Um, and I think there's a couple of GX bursts in there that can just 
you know, annihilate you pretty quickly. Any other notable matchups that you had that you want to talk about? Notable matchups? It loses to Inteleon. <laughs> I've played it, five it, of those, but it, it didn't play a lot, but it just loses to Inteleon. Right. I, um, I think that was like my first big win streak against you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we played, we played tested that pretty early on. You really wanted to try that, and we were, we were both like, yeah, you, you don't want to face this. I think it has an off chance to win a, a matchup every so often, but I don't. Yeah, it's Inteleon because of the weakness and because of the energy denials. It it's not only starving you for energy; it's also you're hitting him less hard every time he does that to you. Right. But one other actual last tech card I want to talk about. Uh, it's not necessary. I guess it, it was in the Mewtwo matchup, but I've seen it just in random other decks is the DDV with his psychic he kind of does the same thing as uh we talked about earlier yeah the victini v yeah it's kind of the same thing his psychic attack this tech does 60 damage uh more for each energy attached to your opponent's pokemon so yeah that and the, that and the new mu v v um uh, that one yeah. mu mu does the same thing i've been seeing that being put in dragapult decks as a backup for uh emergency since it's yes. psychic and that's kind of annoying uh i'm starting to nose off um but it is what it is you know yeah. you, you, just, you, have, just... you have to react appropriately yeah i mean it is a good tech attack and, it, and it's low cost on their end um especially the the mewtwo or i'm sorry the mew but the the key thing is those those attacking pokemon are only two prizes and you're three so they're tried to they're uh Prize trade-off is in their favor, even if you knock them out. Right. What about against Electric? Did you run up? But I get, I, you know, I'm I'm starting to see, and I want to kind of do this in another episode, which is the new toxicity uh, build out there because of Slowbro. I've been starting to see a small return of him. But what what have you seen about that kind of? I honestly, since rotation, haven't seen a single Electric deck of any type. Wow. On the ladder. Wow. <laughs> you know, Dedene, Dedene aside, because obviously he's he's in basically every deck, but any Vikavolts I haven't seen, any uh, Toxtricities, even I've heard people trying to make, you know, Pigarom work still without, you know, their missing pieces, and I haven't seen in these 100 games against any electric decks. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've, I think I've been seeing a nice mix, but I play at different times than you two, so. Yeah. All right, so, you know, what's your big takeaway? Where do you rank? You asked me earlier, where do you rank uh, Senny Scorch then? Okay, so, like I said, like, he, he can compete with the big decks. He, he's at least 50-50, so it has a puncher's chance. But against all the other decks that are, are you know, nipping at the, you know, top meta spots, it, it seems that he's just okay. So I kind of will give him like an A- minus to B+. Plus. Interesting. Yeah. It, it, like I said earlier, it, when you win, you win huge. It's a great feeling. Like, oh, yeah, I just put 400 damage on you. That's awesome. But kind of welder decks in general, just it just feels bad if you miss the welder. And... He can hit without the welder, and depending on the matchup, you don't necessarily need those big match or those big numbers. But it just doesn't feel quite r like it's running in all cylinders, I guess. 
yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I was not expecting to to hear that from you at all uh, when we first ta- started talking about this because you were like, hey, I'm going to play test this a bunch. I was like, have fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I'm still going to work on Intellion uh, and my Melt Metal. Uh, yeah. and, and you were just like, okay, I got this. And, uh, you know, I was just, you know, to and, hear uh, that from you um, so early on, you know, talking about this now, I, I was not, I, I'm honest, I'm very surprised by that kind of conclusion from you. Uh, but I mean, your matchups and your analysis of them uh, make sense to me. So, you know, I'm not saying I disagree with it. Uh, just yeah. kind of, it's not what I was expecting, honestly. Uh, it's It's interesting. Honestly, going into the playtesting uh, before, I, I played a few games um, on the ladder in real life. And it felt fine, fine, and I thought I would be giving it like an A plus to and uh, to S tier, but it just doesn't feel like it has quite the potential to be that like super meta deck to me. And now I could be wrong. Somebody could obviously come up with the perfect sixty and make that deck just click. But as of now, I just feel like it's just just missing something or just off of being that s tier kind of like a plus s tier rank yeah and we definitely have i mean we all know there's some new cards the previews are starting to roll out again here um yep. so it is interesting to see you know what might fit well that might take that up to another level or actually even knock it down some more um, yeah that will you know that'll be a big question for sure out there uh, are we seeing the beginning or the end of it um so i i i'm i'm, I'm excited for sure yeah i i still think like if you're going to play a welder i mean welder is going to be in the meta for the next year uh, i think it is one of the better the best cards in format i just it just feels like santa scorch needs something a little little different so you know you played all these games with the jake did you have fun playing santa scorch during this time though that's i think that's a big factor when you're playing you know Pokemon, like, do you, are you enjoying the deck that you're playing, or are you just playing it because you feel that this is meta? So, the short answer is no. It can be fun when you hit those huge numbers, like I said. But the the Welder engine, although it's effective, it's just it just kind of meh as far as an enjoyment kind of thing. There's there's plenty of other decks out there um, that that are competitive that are not necessarily S tier or A tier. But they, they can be effective and you can still get your know, solid wins. And even when you lose, it's still like fun. It's like, oh, that was a good game. But the Senna Scorch just kind of feels like, a, am I looking for that welder? I'm going to have to detain to find the welder. Do I have the energy kind of a thing? And it's kind of a one-track mine and it's it's meh. It's not the funnest. That's fair. I mean, there's, there's decks out there where there's just, wow, I really don't want to play this, you know. Um, I, I, I completely understand and I respect that decision too. Um, you know, again, there's me entirely. I just don't play fire decks. I just don't like them. Yeah. They, they, they can be effective and like, they can be effective and they can be fun at moments, but there's other decks I would rather play. I would rather play Dragapult right now, even with the weakness to Eternatus. So with everyone listening, you know, if there's a deck that you would Jake or I too play tests you know go through and we track a lot of our games and record what we you know how we what are we record what our wins are against specific meta decks um if there's one that you want us to play let us know 
Uh, we'll gladly, you know, do a breakdown analysis of it. You can reach us out uh, via Twitter or on YouTube or on the Facebook page. So however you want to, just let us, uh, yeah. you know, give a shout out to us. We'll get back to you. If you guys pick Baby Blacephalon, that's going to be Nick, though. I'm fine. I'm fine playing it. I'll, I'll be fine playing it. I, gotta, I it. haven't played it enough. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an effective deck. I think it loses stuff, but it's uh, I've seen enough of it to not want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sticking around at the end of the podcast. Uh, as a reward, one of you guys will be lucky enough to come away with an online code. I have one here for you guys. It's a base set sword and shield. Uh, it's two CK. V is in Vikavolt. K B C Y X Y four six H. Good luck to you, and if you pull anything awesome, let us know, please. Yeah, whoever whoever pulled it, uh, post. Let us know. Thank you again for listening to Triple P. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can leave us a comment or question on Twitter at HitPokeyPod or on the Triple P Facebook page. We also stream box openings online and live play at twitch.tv slash dukeofhobbies. There you can earn TCGO codes and more. If you have made or know any Pokemon artists, send us a message and we will feature an artist each episode. Gotta catch them all.